Here we go, spring of 2021. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode 116, where we get into the second what important features to look at when buying land. Today we are talking about topography. We're also getting into Jed making a lot of sausage, and Weston and Jed, actually just before this podcast, um, killed my pig, so we get into some of that. I'm joined by Weston here right now, and Jed will join us a little bit later after the pig murder has taken place. Weston and I will jump right into the second segment of what to look for when buying hunting land and the top considerations, according to me, licensed Realtor in Wisconsin. Realtor. You may call 608-606-9118 if you're interested in buying or selling land in the southwest Wisconsin region. Actually, the last couple of days, Weston and I have been heading down road. towards Madison. Been on the road. What would you rank that property we stepped foot on yesterday? As in, like, the properties that I've ever been on? On, yeah. Hunting-wise or just in general? I mean, yeah, just in general, because it's a good hunting property, too. It's top two, and it ain't two. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> we, we're real fortunate we have a... Shout we out have to Bonte. We have a pretty a, pretty incredible the client that we're trying to help buy some property on, and we looked at a 120-acre parcel 15 minutes outside of Madison yesterday that had 52 acres of purposely planted walnut trees black walnut black walnut um it was like three they're like 15 years away from starting to be uh harvestable and they they projected the the amount on the property like over two million in walnut value he and i heard three million and then i looked into walnut some more and there's some studies that show like a well-planted walnut stand would produce a hundred thousand dollars per um Per, per acre, acre, which is at a sixty-year growth cycle. And so you think fifty? What was it? Fifty-two, fifty-seven acres of it. Fifty-two. Fifty-two acres. So that'd be five point two million. You do the math. Yeah, you know they're talking three. It was it was one of the better managed and pristine-looking walnut Just patches like I've ever seen. Unbelievable to look at. <laughs> it is extremely so aesthetically cool. pleasing. Yes, so cool. Just straight rows of walnuts. Yeah, they're pine trees well. planted in between. Found out yesterday the reasoning for that is so that the walnut trees grow straight. Yeah. Yeah, so they planted uh, rows of pines. And you see it a lot around. You see more of these pine oak plantings in this area. And the pines usually choke out the oaks. Yeah. I don't know. This is just, they, they, plant, they did a really good job. Like the walnuts emerged perfectly. They started going through and clearing a lot of the pines out now, or some patches were just straight walnut pe- walnut stands now, and it was it was incredible. It was really incredible. Well, I mean, as we were walking it, we saw three deer. So only three. I was surprised, surprised. by that. A lot of deer sign. <clears throat> with these same people down by Madison, I've stepped. I've been on a. That's this is my fourth property with them. 
you know, the average acreage is like, a, this was the smallest actually. The other others we looked at were like 150, 180 in that range, 200. One property we looked at had, I saw probably close to 50 deer. Really? Yes. It was. Wow. It was the in most insane thing I've ever. The second a vehicle touched the driveway, deer. like the grass driveway, deer started blowing out of these like hedgerows. And then every single step we took further into the property, deer were blowing out everywhere. It was the most deer I've ever seen. Hmm. But it makes sense down by Madison. In some areas, they're just right. overpopulated. To and just, the, I mean, did, was it not hunted? <sighs> I didn't see many signs of hunting there. There wasn't, there wasn't really much tree stands or anything. Right. So with the gun season, I'm sure it be, became a safe haven too. This was this was pre this was before the gun season. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was about a month ago. So either way, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not pressured heavily. But yeah, this the one yesterday was just beautiful. Yeah. And just like the trail system they had going through the whole thing. Highly managed. Yeah. Awesome. Everything about it was hard to beat. Mm-hmm. But we get into um, the second of our seven key items, one being access. We did that in last week's episode. This week is topography. Next week will be the big three, food, cover, water. Four, open egg, blank canvas, area to control. Five, timber value. Six, neighbors. And then seven bonus items. So as we go through, you know, thinking about that property from a hunting perspective, the people we're working with here aren't really hunters, but if we say we look at it from a hunting perspective, um, the access was all right. So that's probably the weakest part of the property. Topography I liked a lot because there was a lot of diversity with it. The big three food cover water, absolutely. Blank canvas, yeah, there were 60 open acres of egg field that you still could develop and, and create kind of how you wanted timber value most timber value i've ever seen on a property <laughs> um neighbors didn't dive into it yet and then the bonus items are well electricity and structures and they had all that there's actually a pretty uh well it, it was a bed and breakfast on the property too so it wasn't a lack of infrastructure no it's almost the weakness of it but for what they want it for yeah, yeah. well anybody wants for it really there's just like a gaudy b&b on it. it's weird um so topography when we th when we're thinking about topography the definition of topography is the arrangement of the natural and artificial physical features of an area um so when i think of topography in our area we have more of it yeah we have more of it than say out west where it's just flat and the topography would consist of kind of flat basins and ditches that um, are you you know meant for drainage. Here we have really no flat basins of any type. It's all rolling hills that obviously work into some type of drainage ditch ditch system. You know you have a wide array of big long running ridges that primarily are used as as big egg fields um, that kind of fall off almost like it falls off a table on each side of it and then we have these bottoms that consist of swampland creeks 
some bottom area that is high enough and fertile enough, well, extremely fertile, that lays flat, uses egg fields. So when we're looking at topography, a lot of people would say I want bottom axis or top axis. That kind of plays a role in the topography. What does a top axis look like? When you walk in, are you exposed to other areas? I mean, this is kind of the same conversation of access that we had before, but the topography plays a giant role into access. So if I have am accessing on a top ridge, can I favor one side of that ridge and go down to the next level of elevation instead of walking the spine? Can I get down on one side and then be protected visually off one area of the farm? Or is the um, what I would <clears throat> call the safe haven or the honey hole or the what is the word I'm thinking of? Um, I don't know. Safe haven seems like <laughs> no. We're thinking of something else. Anyways, Wesson, thanks again for the, all the help. <laughs> I got it too. I actually know what you're thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever, you just continue on. I'll think of it. Oh God, the area in which that we do not travel through. <laughs> uh, for some reason, Fair the simple word I cannot think of. <laughs> Paradise. <laughs> no, that's, that's not it. Oh, uh, the deer jungle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Safe haven. That's not that word though. No, that, but it, same meaning. What a disgusting act of brain power here. Disgusting. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna cheat. The area that you don't want the deer to look out at you because <laughs> they're in there. Um, <laughs> hopefully, you can use the topography on your access point. And then when you get past beyond the access to the actual stands lo- stand locations, <laughs> can you have what is it? Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Idiot. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Um, can you use the topography in your advantage for like food plots so how i use topography to my advantage setting up stands and food plots i like to run food plots say on a side hill so working from the ridge line or the spine the center of a hill where you have both sides dropping off if you go mid hill down the end of the ridge the end of the point and then you follow say like back the side hill that comes to the first ditch system. Am I making any sense here? Uh, it's just, you know, if you don't really have a visual to think about, it's tough to. Okay. So you're standing on top of the hill, right? I understand and what you're saying. You do? Yes. Well, the, then any idiot's going to understand <laughs> that's listening. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah. Okay. You're good. <laughs> God. Um, are you not any idiot? I didn't I didn't mean you're an idiot, okay? Anyway, listeners are also not idiots. So what I would try, well, I also classified you as the dumbest idiot <laughs> of all the listeners. So yeah, I don't think that you're an idiot. Okay, continue. <laughs> so I'll drag that food plot along that side hill, and then I would use another thing of topography on the next ditch system. Hopefully, this is always best case scenario. 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 I want my scent to be able to drop back off into a ditch. But the problem with that is deer also like to use ditches or these low-lying areas to come out of um, cover and 
kind of scent check the whole field that they're going to come into. They, they do like they 100% they like doing that. And if they don't like doing it, they're definitely scent checking it down into the woods um, below you. So if you sit in a, in the wrong ditch, you're going to, your thermals are going to go down into the, into that ditch at night, which is what you want. But if you got a bunch of deer going down below you and scent checking that, that kind of flow of, of scent, you're going to be screwed. So if you can get to the last ditch, before it becomes like non-cover below you. That's what I try to do with food plots. It's like the last line. That's how I how I use topography with like a side hill food plot. So woods is below you. That first line of ag field out of the woods. Run that as a food plot. Run it along the ter- run it along the contour. Bring it to you know if you have to bring it through a couple of ditches on your way to you or whatever. Wherever the stand is set up, that last ditch is coming up. The stand then is on the top part of the the next knob. And then your scent and your wind then would be blowing down over into the next ditch. Where all the movement then hopefully comes out, works towards you, and then stops at a line. In the perfect world. But I've seen it, you know, I've seen some of the stuff, ways that we've set it up work really well. So, and they treat it like that create deer zones and non-deer zones and and they will follow that to somewhat of a interesting pattern so you know top ridge topography you could also set it up where maybe you have a food plot high on a ridge and you're setting up on either one side of the downslope kind of with that thought that you're going to let your thermals suck down um below you and out of the way of where the deer are but they're going to be working across your face through a food plot other than you know the topography really we just want the way you should think about it is is it useful on this property when you're looking to buy it can i use it to my advantage is there just not much of it you know there's a lot of times maybe you get into a different area which we see a lot when we get down around madison how you go 15 miles the wrong way and you're all of a sudden in just wide open flat egg country yeah. where there is no topography barely where it looks like Iowa and it's just barely any trees even around. Yeah. It makes me want to vomit. <laughs> it's definitely not as, it's not as fun to hunt and I don't think it, it probably, I don't think it produces. Now don't get me wrong. There is definitely like- some flat land <clears throat> giants. But you're talking like Kansas and right. I mean, you just said Iowa, which is kind of the yeah. But giant Iowa has capital. like yeah, it is like Iowa. It, it it kind of is. I think I feel like Iowa in in the best parts of it though have really like they do have topography where right. it's maybe not as aggressive as some of the areas that we're in in Southwest Wisconsin, but um, the old hill country. Yeah, there's there's some there's some there's some hills, so. Access is just another thing to think, or sorry, topography is another thing to think about. I think it's a really important thing. I think it plays kind of with access is why I kind of put them together. And then we'll get into the big three next week, food, cover, water. All right. We're joined by Jed now after the deed was done. (laughs) The deed has been done. Jed killed my friend. (laughs) 
Murderer. Okay, <laughs> his friend is a pig. Let's I get that out of the, out of the way right time away. time with... Well, it's not me. For the last six months. As a friend, <laughs> on a daily so, basis. You know, it's not me. Has been about. murdered by the hands of <laughs> Jed. Yeah, but no. don't think I, for a second I didn't raise it to put up a fight. And I'm putting up a fight, it did. Because <laughs> I don't raise anything that just dies easy. <laughs> so... Did that thing give you some problems? Yeah, it it well, <laughs> here's the deal. The the fence that it's in is not <laughs> not it's more of a deterrent than a uh electric fence that is not electric currently. It yeah. was not on. Oh, oh, it was, sure. Well, it's definitely not on. Yeah. You oh, didn't I know didn't that? that? No. Oh, Jesus. I hopped over it like uh like it was going <laughs> like it was, oh, like was going to zap my nutsack. Oh, I grabbed it, yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for telling me. It's definitely not on. Well, that's after you already crossed it like an idiot. You know, oh. see, that's kind of the unfortunate thing. Weston's been around the farm the last couple, like, weeks. Yeah. He's seen me, like, step over that fence and, like, handle it like it was not on. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think to tell him that it wasn't on. No. Because he was supposed to be the... Here's the deal. Even if he would have said, like, hey, the fence isn't on, I wouldn't have trusted him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I'd be like, yeah, okay, well, I'm that, not just going to step over it and graze my nutsack against that, that it based on your word. That yeah. doesn't feel good either. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it doesn't. I mean, some, a little. But so yeah, he was a good boy. Long story short, the pig is hanging in the shed in, in half. Yeah. yeah, I was able to get out there and help once it was scunned out. He looks nice. He does. He looks yeah. like he is a good-looking pig. Good-looking pig. Yeah, he's going to work. I'm excited. I'm going to make my own bacon. I still have to kill a deer, but I am going to mix. I'm going to try some summer sausage, possibly. Oh, there you go. And uh, I would love to I gotta get in there and cut my own pork chops and cut my own, kind of take my own steaks out of it. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I'm telling you. Mess ya. with the ham a little bit. I'm telling you. All you got to do is uh, look at the old YouTube. Oh, I know. I've already watched. I'm sure you have. Bearded Bros or something? Bearded My Butchers. God. Bearded yeah. Butchers. They are. What a channel that is. Yeah. Unbelievable. Just step by step by step. Yeah. You watch them too? I've seen that. Yeah. A couple of. Well, they're like an hour long. No. Yeah. Uh, when, when we were. Because last week we butchered a pig for, um, for sausage. I almost sent it to you. Because I watched that one, too, uh-huh. and, like, the spe- specific way they, they were, like, cutting its throat and stuff. Mm. And I'm like, ah, oh, Jed will probably take offense to me, like, sending him something like that. So, like, whatever. Oh, they, like, you watched one. I on... watched them, like, how they butchered it. Like, how they, like. Killed it? Killed, like, cleaned it and, like, Oh, it. yeah, no, I I didn't see that. I just watched one of their episodes on, like, And then I watched the one where they. It. Yeah, I watched that one, too, where they all, they laid all the cuts out and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> just, it's weird, because it doesn't seem like. You could accomplish the same thing a butcher could, could accomplish, right? By getting like the cuts and stuff out, but it doesn't look very difficult, right? The saw is the key. Yep. Shit, I'm gonna need that thing while I. I might just have to go buy a different saw. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something right now. Ryobi is a trash, fake, trickery. I mean, we just got a bunch of bullshit going on with that company. But guess what? I'm the idiot who bought it. And once they got me, they sucked me in, and I bought a bunch of tools. And that saw is trash. And almost everything I use from trash. It's not worth the hassle. Just go Milwaukee. Or what would you recommend? Uh, I think Milwaukee, Makita, and DeWalt are all viable all that, options. That 
top tier. So you think yeah. the DeWalt is considered a top tier? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I didn't realize that. I, thought I they think were like I mid-level. think when they started out, they were pretty bad. But their stuff now is pretty awesome. Yeah, my well, mom's DeWalt, got DeWalt stuff, and I was, was going to buy her something for Christmas. I'm like, what the hell? Nailgun's 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. DeWalt is made by Black & Decker, actually. But DeWalt is like the top of the line. That's Indus- their top of the line. Industrial. Brand, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, when, I'm when officially you, making the switch, so I got to think about who I'm going to switch to. When you go around to, uh, to like, uh, construction sites, you pretty much see Hilti, uh Milwaukee, Makita, and not many DeWalt's, but a few. Yeah, I got an emotional connection to Milwaukee for no apparent reason. I don't know why. Because Milwaukee's in Wisconsin, probably, you know. You guys are all Makita, correct? We are, yeah. Yep. Do you even have tools, Weston? Yeah. You do? What kind? Mm -hmm. I bet he actually (laughs) owns more tools than I do. Do you not own tools? Do you not have your own saw? You just steal your dad's yeah, all the time. Of course, I steal my dad's. I would do the same thing. Okay, I would. So, it, I think. I know. I'm like mad at my dad for that. My dad's kind of listening. It's like you should have a bunch of tools. I have to all steal. Black and Decker stuff because I same deal. I got sucked in, and once I bought like three things, and then you get like seven That's batteries. A disgusting tool to look at. I bet. No, it's not. It's, it's like, trash. They're it's trash. Better than what I just witnessed out there. I bet that they are not very ergonomical. Like the the grips are ginormous. Like, they don't fit in your hand worth a fuck. Oh, they're not too bad. It's definitely... So you like the way the feel, Makita, huh? But like, I use... Well, I mean, I'm just used to it. I like, used DeWalt all summer, and so I would say DeWalt is, like, way better. I'm going to tell you, though. Even <coughs> even amongst the, the Makita line, like, they look the same, but they don't all feel the same. Mm. Yeah. Like, you get, you get just really used to yours. Like, at work, for me, I'm talking. And, like, you know, sometimes there's five guys there, and, like, your shit gets a little mixed up sometimes. And you, like, pick one up, and you're like, nope, that one ain't mine. Just can tell how it feels. Oh, absolutely. Uh, It'd be like putting your helmet on from practice. Yeah, I'm not a helmet guy. but Well, like putting your headgear on. Oh, yeah. And wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb things. <laughs> yeah. I have late – I have – Late life uh, <laughs> cauliflower ear. It's came. It's I have it again. That's awesome. Like what the hell is going on? I can't so run awesome. away from it. I, I wish I'd get a little bit of late onset cauliflower you guys are just, again. I don't hate it. Is that so? Is that just okay? Is that just a toughness thing for you guys? Like no, it's just like I mean you don't. I, it's a pretty well known fact. It's in, like a badge in, in of my, armor. I guess. In my brain, like you don't fuck with a guy who's got cauliflower ear. Yeah, I just wish mine was a little more visible. Yeah, like, like I don't want to be able to see the inside of your ear. Like you don't fuck with that guy. Well, to, okay. I want so people to I never, know without me having to tell them that I was in wrestling. Yeah, I I guess like you're Taylor Henry two times a champ. Everybody knows. I guess know. that mine, like I must downplay it in my own mind because I get like people have called me out on it. Like, oh, so you wrestled on? I'm like, what? They're like, well, your ears kind of fucked up. Well, I'm so like, oh, bad. Must be it's the, oh this one. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. Um, and then. We got fit for like custom uh, earplugs at work one time, and uh, they like stuck like a mold in your ear. And the guy who did that goes, "Oh, here's a wrestler." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. that one's a little that one's a little weird on the inside, ain't it?" He goes, "Well, that's not too bad." And then I was mad. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wish it was worse. I have Damn. the same thought. Don't need the earplug. Can't and then I you. see people who have like. Their ears are almost like swollen shut, and I'm like, well, I don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, somewhere in the middle. Yep. But and I also know you, 
I never had to go through like the super super painful stuff in high school like some people did where they had to like get it drained and yeah, stuff. Yeah, never. I never had that. I had some stuff, but man, that was and I was actively trying to get it. So like, I don't know. What an intro. I never ever wore headgear. Butchering pigs. Only one required. Yeah. Tools, cauliflower ear. All right, let's get back. We're act- we're in the we'll, we already did the real estate stuff, so we're already had we're like 25 half hour in. I know. I'm just saying let's get to it. So it wasn't an intro. Get to what? What do you want to get to? I shot a deer last well, weekend. Say, Did I tell you guys that? Yeah, he sent a uh, Is he acting like he's in a hurry? Yeah, Snapchat. he is, obviously. No, I mean, no. you're excused. My right? job, my job is to keep it. Oh! Uh, now he's taking his job serious. Now the producer. Keep you guys on the ball here. So Well, you know, Jed shot usually day. how that's done is by like slowly moving the conversation and steering it, not being like, hey, hey guys, guys, <laughs> are we, oh, oh, like, we, can we go on to the next subject, All please? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do not have cauliflower ear. <laughs> oh, congrats. Because I didn't wrestle. So have you been hunting at all lately, Weston? No. Well, we had a huge storm last night. That's definitely noteworthy. I had oh, tremendous. looking out my window this morning. <laughs> First of all, the weather, absolutely insane. 66 degrees last night at 9 o'clock p.m. 66 degrees. As that storm approached. December 15th. <clears throat> as that storm approached, the temperature kept rising. It was like 60, and it went all the way up 66. But right before that storm hit, it was 66 on December 15th at 9 p.m. And that was a legit storm. I was not taking it seriously at all. Fucking hit both my goddamn box blinds are knocked over. I haven't even got to that yet. That's going to be just real annoying. Yeah. How about you, Jed? Do you have any damage? No. Surprisingly. Tree still standing? Well, I took the two dangerous trees out last summer, oh, so I was thinking. How about myself, your parents? All good. He said he couldn't believe it. Thought the house was going to fall down. It was <laughs> intense. I mean, I slept right through it, so I don't even know. I was close to falling asleep to it, and I'm like, because I thought the river was just going to blow it up. I was like, there's no way. What the hell are we doing here? I'm going to deal with this? Really? I'm like, oh, that river's going to smash this thing. Nope. And I was like, I'm going to fall asleep, and I just wanted to see what it did when it hit the river, and it just got bigger. That's not good because now we're going to – because in Iowa, it was like 80-mile-an-hour winds, hail, tornado warnings. I guess December 15th. We're not (laughs) – there's no way that's happening here tonight. Oh, what happened? I don't think think we ever had a tornado warning here. I think Coon Valley did, though. Tornado? Tornado, No, tornado warning. Uh, Westby was under a watch. Well, everyone was under a watch. But I never heard about a watch. A watch is a loser thing. Yeah, I know. You don't even know how weather works. <laughs> a watch is. Well, I am never sure which one's which. A watch. A watch is like is like preventative. This is possible with this type. It of means weather. nothing. A warning is there's actually. A warning one means that there's you're in the storm essentially. Like it's coming. It's it's going to. No happen. matter. I'm here to tell you. No matter like how much we talk about this tonight, the next time <laughs> you're not gonna remember. Warnings and watches come out, I'm gonna be like, wait, which one's worse again? <laughs> really? Oh yeah, I just never I remember thinking of that when I was like younger. Just thinking like oh, warning, yeah, just... warning, coming, warning. Yeah. That's like watch you watch. That's Weston's voice in his head every day. <laughs> 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 
He's like, oh, I'm going to protect my family here tonight. He's like, warning, warning. Oh, well, we're laying in bed, and Jimmy's like, do you think we need to go downstairs? I was like, no. Yeah, people were all riled up last night. People like, no, were riled up. My dad was fun. calling me and then at 8.30 at night. night. I'm like, called me. Oh, you're Want to make sure everything's going on you're right in bed out there. Already. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> fine. It's December 15th. We're not going to get a storm. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> and that thing hit, and I was like, holy shit. This house is shaking. Yeah. I was still surprised to see the blinds blown. I still didn't think it was. was like, there's no bad. way it was the worst I've been here in the last two years. But Apparently I guess it was. It was. Giant. 67. Gi- giant pine tree over there. Oh. Went down. Demolished. Went all the way Where? across the main county highway. Right oh, at the corner. Really? Of, when you turn off 56. Yeah. yeah. One of those giant pine trees was went right across oh. the road. They had that all cleaned up by the time I went through. That was not yeah. laying there when I came through. Yeah, well, Joel like had to drive in the field this morning going to work to get oh, through yeah, around that. That's wild. I saw some branches laying there, and I was yeah. just like, yeah, that's pretty much on par with everything else I've seen today. Just a couple branches down, like no big uh, – over like – you know that weird church thing that like is uh, like past County Y on, yeah. on 14? There was a couple blown over trees there. One of them was like uprooted, just the roots and all were tipped over. The other, the other one was sheared oh. off, like probably five feet off. Or like something. the old uh, berry patch, or whatever it is. I don't, sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yeah. It's like when you're leaving Viroqua, heading towards Westby, you get past that like weird church building, mm-hmm. and then before the big block of, of trees on your right hand side, in between those two. Don't know what to call it. I'm gonna call this a bad storm. I don't really want to experience it ever again because it's annoying to have to clean up shit when it's 28 degrees and 30 mile an hour winds. Today yeah, was still dumb. Ri- oh still yeah, on the, the back day. on the backside of an almost 70 degree day. Yeah, it just doesn't make much sense. 28. Well, no, it does make perfect sense when it when the temperature drops that much. Weird shit's gonna happen. It wasn't as much deer movement tonight on the trail cameras as I thought there was going to be. Bring it wrapping around to deer movement. I thought. The problem is the wind has not shut down yeah. yet. I bet tomorrow might it's just be nuts. But I didn't notice a I didn't notice a pre hunt feeding like frenzy on I the did. cameras. You did? Not on cameras, but on my way home last night there was a fucking pile of deer out in fields at two thirty in the afternoon. Huh. I was like, Oh yeah, we're in for it. Yeah, so it probably happened somewhere, it just wasn't on my place. Right. That sucks. That does suck. <laughs> I thought because they've been hitting it. I thought, well, there was a there was a lot of deer out there, and I, I didn't see any shooters come through during shooting time. But um, there was a lot of deer on the camera tonight, and I was kind of thinking maybe that was what I was going to do um, when you guys were killing my friend. I was just going to hunt, but but the blinds were on. The blinds were knocked. Oh. I was thinking about doing a tree stand sit with a west wind, if if because uh, Curly has come back. He's been uh, middle of the night. Uh, actually, all the bucks are back. All the shooters that I've um, that I was chasing again made it through gun season somehow. I I don't know. It's not it's not going to so keep wild. happening like this. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, it's wild. It is it is real wild. Um. And they started they started hitting the, those standing bean fields, but they haven't like. It's almost like it feels. They, they'll, like, commit to it. Once they commit commit hard, they'll be on it for, like, three, four days in a row. And then I better get in there because it'll clean it all up. But they haven't done that yet. And they're not going to. Like, it's going to be stagnant. 
high 20 like 30s and teens for the next two weeks it looks like so we're not gonna get a good snow no we're not, it's not gonna get super cold after a snow the most movement i saw was around that snow last week after i believe but it was doe season yeah but there was a ton, like every buck was daylighted one of those nights after the snowstorm i believe it was real cold the next night or something that would make sense <clears throat> so I'm going to have to get out there and try to repair these blinds and get them to where we can hunt. But you said you shot a doe recently, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... Uh, During the doe-only yeah, season? Sunday. Yeah, Was uh, not anticipating doing any hunting. And I was uh, sitting in the shop on, yeah, Sunday, about noon... Sitting just, in your dad's shop. Yep. You did shop, shop. Sharpening knives. Oh, that's a, oh, sounds like an awesome day. Minding my own business, <laughs> you know. Good for you for having that shop available to you. Obviously, <clears throat> obviously, I was sharpening knives on a table where I could just glance up at the food plot at the end of the pasture. <sighs> Love that. And uh, just... looked out there, that's and I go, stuff. oh, Mark, there's, uh, <clears throat> there's a deer out there. And he goes, no, there ain't. And I... You know, obviously grabbed the binoculars that I had strategically placed right there. Mm-hmm. Looked out there. I go, oh, you're at, yep, you're right. There's not. There's two. <laughs> oh, actually, there's three. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to kill one. <laughs> so I quick threw on my orange. Is that noon? Yeah, noon. They just came out feeding? Yep. Oh, my God. What a story. Yeah. What um, a experience for you. Yep. And, uh. Well, it was actually, it was actually like one o'clock because, because we okay, so we butchered that pig for sausage, but obviously kept all the ribs. Uh, mm. Didn't didn't grind those, you know. So well, we, I, I think I asked you, did you grind? You ground everything? Everything you, except so you kept the ribs. ribs and nothing. Nothing. No loin nope. or anything. No. Nope. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> you should so, be locked in a jail. Well. Hey, man, didn't want to have to, but we had to thaw out some pork that was in the freezer just to get enough pork to make all the sausage that we needed anyways. Oh, really? So, um, so yeah, the ribs were almost done at this time. And Mark goes, well, ribs are going to be done in like 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, the deer's either going to be dead or I'm going to spook it in like five, so... Yeah, nope. it's one of those things like nope. I'm not no gonna like, here. I'm not playing the long game on yeah. this one. I'm gonna like put a half ass quick this, stock yeah, on this. Yeah, this is thing. a one and doneer. Yeah, and probably just not gonna get a shot, but you know whatever. So grab my gun, run out, kind of dip behind a little roll in the hill, peek over it. Oh yeah, they're still out there. Range 280. Dial my scope. Ooh. Oh yeah. Took a long one. Oh yeah. Uh, had the bipod. I suppose you buy that expensive gun. Yeah, you, I mean, you got it. it. You got yeah, it. you got it. So I had the bipod already attached to the gun. Like, yeah, I'm saying that I like didn't put any <laughs> yeah. like ever okay, in, but like it. Well, here's no, the I'm deal. not. It's called pre- preparedness. I'm not. Here's hunting, the deal. That gun I has had that bipod prepared. on it in that shop as it should since <laughs> opening morning. It should. Like it just never left. But anyway, it's a great spot for it. Yeah. The six five. No, it's a three hundred win man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Six five. Who do you ah. think I am, Jake? <laughs> Jake. Anyways, uh, so I laid down, 
in the snow. It was awesome. Mm. Put it on his chest. I mean, just couldn't be more sure that I was going to pull the trigger and see a dead deer laying there. And that's exactly what happened. What a... God, I'm happy for you. I need to get a shop. Good size doe? No. (laughs) No. No, But it wasn't a fawn. Oh, yeah. It was a fawn. Oh, it was a fawn. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well. A doe fawn? Yep. Okay. Apparently, Apparently, the ma was there, but, like, I couldn't see her from where I was. Because then my dad comes driving out on the UTV and he goes, I can't believe you missed. And I was just like, yeah, I can't either. He goes, wow, well, maybe you didn't. But it, when it ran away, it looked awful healthy. I'm like, yeah, that's really weird. And he's like, why? I said, because the deer that I shot at it is dropped. laying exactly where it was when I shot at it. He goes, oh, I didn't even see that deer. <laughs> well, I didn't see the one that you're talking about. Mm. I'm like, did you see the other fawn? That, like, ran up and looked at the one that was dead and was laying there, standing just in the exact same spot, and it had my crosshairs on it, and I just, for some reason, decided not to pull the trigger. Oh! And he goes, doubled down? He goes, you could have doubled up and you didn't? Like, no, no, that's, I didn't. That is shocking. He goes, that's maturity, kid. That's <laughs> maturity. <laughs> really? Yeah. What a father-son story mm-hmm. here. Oh, yeah. Very cool. I'm very surprised he didn't. I would not have been able to. Jed's Jed's done a lot of that lately. And, yeah, and I'm really the truth. The really truth, growing up here, guys. Well, the <laughs> truth is, you just have you you are at least having that thought where it's like I don't have any more freezer space. <laughs> I actually have zero freezer space. Was that the thought process of not shooting another one? Yeah. Okay. If only you knew somebody who would have some freezer space. You? No, I don't actually. So why would you say that? Yeah, well, I'm just saying they felt, like, you, if you, you knew somebody. What are you trying to say here? No, like <laughs> the worry, the, the worry isn't you, story. But you said it like you were implying that. <laughs> yeah, you I had, mean, that's like, what I yeah, thought. Yeah, like that's, I would have, I would have taken it probably. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, man. That's okay. I got, I got the holiday on. I'm what a nasty guy. Yeah. <laughs> say it. Why man. would he say know. it like that? I don't, I don't know. know. That was weird. Yeah, it was odd. In my head, it was funnier than. Well, I mean, <laughs> didn't land. I mean, <laughs> this. No, this is a great conversation because now I have like a legitimate reason to go holiday hunting for Weston. Yeah. And you're going to force him to take it? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm not skin. I'll gut it. I ain't skinning it. Yeah. Ooh. I ain't doing any of that shit. Really? Oh, yeah. He's taking the whole carcass. That's fine. I mean, I. That's honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I also plan to go, though, so, like, if I shoot one. Yeah, that's fine. Because here's the deal. to shoot one first. (laughs) Done. Done. Here's the deal. Uh, This is the first deer that I've ever shot that I just, like, gave away. Oh. Oh, you gave this one away? Yeah, I did. To your parents? No. uh, To my uncle, because, um, like, hung it up, and my mom's like, well, what are you doing to that deer? I'm like, I don't know. Why? She goes, well, your Uncle Dick said that he really wanted one. And I was like, well, if he wants it, tell him to come get it, I guess. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of weirded out by it. but <laughs> And uh, I don't like tell him I ain't fucking skinning it. Like, if he's taking he's taking it whole. No, I think it's a good thing. And she's like, he told me. He said, if you guys shoot another deer and don't want it, I'll take it. You don't have to do anything with it. Just call me. And I was like, well, fuck, call him then. And he came and got it. So That's awesome. There you go. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I, we really should do that more. And when he picked it up, he said, kill another one, let me know. And I said, okay. I should mail one to my uncle. 
<laughs> I don't think you think it's legal. Male one, like a quartered up. No, deer. why would that be illegal? No, you just put it in some. What do they do? How do they do that? Oh, uh, you well, I'd like put it in a big cooler. Or something? Oh, uh, dry ice. Dry, dry ice. ice. Yeah. yeah, I've shipped meat before. I just thought for some reason venison might be illegal to ship. Mm, not if it's tagged. I mean, like people who fly on hunts, like they yeah, ship it back. Yeah, normally. I should just ship someone over there. I wouldn't even be worried about dry ice now, not in the winter. I, that shit ain't. That shit is probably never hitting any heated room. You don't think it goes to some sort of facility? Mm-mm. Not sitting in not a heated, a heated room very room. long. No, why would no. they? I did. I worry about in the summer, but there's no way. You think they're wasting yeah. money putting a giant box in a heated room for what? F- four hours? Right. <laughs> like yeah, no. that'd be a dumb waste of money. Back of a truck ain't gonna be hot either. Well, I am doing that. Uncle bought a pig. I'll send him a deer. Should do more of it. It yeah. is amazing meat. Yeah, it is. It's available, especially after it's a good. It was a good uh, like thought of mine, like raising seeing like raising the pig. Like it does cost money. It's not. It's not free. Like you, right. you would go kill deer, and like that meat is incredible. Mm-hmm. It is. If you cook it well, people people get all weird with it though. So what's the deal with the sausage, Jed? Give a quick breakdown yeah. on that. What you do don't you, have to give us the whole process. Yeah, we, we did that last. That, night. Yeah, we did that last year. Yeah, but how'd you? How'd you? Well, he didn't specifically use the pork that he raised. How did that go down? So what do you all use? Just all the meat? Yeah, everything. What'd you do with the fat? Threw it in Gr- with it. Ground it up. Yeah. So you just grind it all together with mm-hmm. the venison. Mm-hmm. Well, it it depends on what your uh what what it was going into. Like for for the dried dago, that has to be lean pork. So that's where like. The ham and the loins went, um, and then the rest of it. Like, we make brats and uh, like ring bologna dago. Oh, so was that, this the? That's gotta be fattier. I gotta try the, some of that. Was this the first year doing it all in Mark shop like that? No, uh, second. Last okay. year was the first year. Because you sent, I mean, you sent a Snapchat, and it's just quite the operation. Mm-hmm. It looked like mm-hmm. it's awesome. It, yeah, it looks yeah. awesome. No, it was it was a great uh, it was a great little weekend because uh the old man's retired so he had all the venison ground and weighed out oh ready in to go. bags yeah um friday while i was at work and then i got there friday afternoon we um cut up and ground the pig um and then everything That'd be a good uh... everything was ready to go so then right away saturday morning we just started mixing and stuffing sausage That'd be a good job for my dad. He's grind some meat. Yeah. That is the time consumption. Eh, yeah, well, grinding and then weighing it. You know, getting all the... So that you have the right... So that... Right. Oh, all the so right, what do you... Like, what do you? I know you explained this last year, but what's the ratio? Uh, For dried, um, it's 70 venison, <clears throat> 30, 30. Yeah. lean pork. And then for, like, the uh, ring bologna, it's 50-50, and for the brats, it's 50-50. 50-50? You do just straight-up brats, or you throw a little, you do, like, cheddar ones at all? No, just no? regular brats. I, I think we're going to next year branch off, because 
so between like my mom and dad my sister's family and us we made 100 pounds of brats 100 pounds of dried sausage and 75 pounds of the like um ring bologna um and i think next year uh at least my old man said that he wanted to make if we're gonna make 100 pounds of brats again he wants to do 50 pounds of one kind and 50 pounds of another kind yeah so what kind different different seasoning yeah nice yeah the um the seasoning that we used last year and then all of it this year again was from uh a place called weber's in cuba city just because we've had those brats before from the dinars and know that we like them so yeah why why mess with it but Mark is insistent he wants to try something else too, so we'll see. Mark, the innovator. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Got time to think when you're retired. I guess. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a fun winter project. To hope I gotta get some venison though. I still have two bags from last year, but jeez. I've not killed a deer. There's a lot of dough to be killed out here. Yeah. I just get caught up with the stupid like Don't yeah, want to ruin the up. area. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I do get a little weird about it. Well, you got till January thirty first. No, you have. To, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Here you do. Yeah. Yeah, I should just blow it up and go kill a doe right now and fuck kill because those bucks aren't daylighting until. When is the next one start? The uh, con- Christmas Eve to New Year's New Day. New Year's Day. Should just do it. Yeah. Or you just, yeah. Or you just hunt hard now for a buck and then. Well, I, I will if it, but I want some type of confirmation on camera. Right. That they're around. Because I'm not going to last long if I start just like sitting like every night right now. No, that'd be So cool. I think I'm going to have to kill them in a tree stand. Yeah. With a, with a bow. Oh, I'm going to have to kill a buck in a tree stand, unfortunately. <laughs> And yeah, the wind with the box blinds helped that. <laughs> Your only option right now is a tree stand. I can't envision sitting <laughs> in a box blind currently because they're tipped over, but you never know. All right, we're going to eat some pizza and celebrate a pig being slaughtered today. Yep. Everyone, uh, am I missing anything? No, I think we covered it all. Producer? <laughs> no, we're good. Jed, yeah. what's your plan hunting wise? Uh, well. We're going to uh, we're going to the Christmas Day Packer game, so that throws a little wrench in the early part of the season. But uh, I think probably Christmas Eve morning I'll get out for a quick little stint, and then I don't know, see where it goes from there. Might do some uh, some quick sits after work. We'll see. Nice. Alrighty, we're out. Thank you.